everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, and Saturday mornings with Jim Valley, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. And it is Tuesday on this show. Although all day yesterday it felt like it was Sunday, but yesterday was a holiday, so we were not here. We haven't been here since Friday, and we have a lot to talk about here today. A lot happened over the weekend. We had the debut of AEW Collision. What did you think of that show? We had the SmackDown show with the big angle in the main event of the Bloodline splitting, leading to Roman Reigns and Solo versus the Usos coming up at Money in the Bank. We had a Rampage show, and of course, last night we had Raw, which was not much of a show outside of the main event, and I would say most of the last hour. But this coming Wednesday, we've got the Dynamite show. We've got two big nights of NXT this week and next week. They've got special shows. We've got Collision this coming Saturday, as well as Forbidden Door coming up on Sunday. And so a lot of things to get into here today. We'll go over lineups. We've got the ticket sales for the Collision Show. What was the final number of that show? As well as the numbers for Dynamite and Rampage, also in Chicago, this coming Wednesday. We've got a WWE pay-per-view schedule for those of you that are looking forward to upcoming shows later on this year. And NWA is doing a fundraising event that we want to talk about as well. And then, of course, we'll talk about all of the shows that we have not talked about yet here on this program. Some in detail, like Collision. Some in not a lot of detail. I don't know how much i got to talk about most of Raw. Felt like a 2019 show with a bunch of two-minute matches, nothing happening, and then finally we did get a good main event. But all of that and more today, if you want to text us, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-345-2789. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems, and if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for you your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-345-2789. That's 800-345-2789. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up, that's code GAS11. Use code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, unfrozen caveman. Actually, he is frozen. Mike Sempervivi is joining us today from a frozen state, but we'll see if we can fix that as time moves on here today. We got a lot to talk about because we haven't been here since Friday. And a lot has happened since Friday. Has it not? We had the bloodline exploding. And they actually did it differently than I thought they would. Because I figured that they were going to go with Roman Reigns and Jimmy first. And Jay wouldn't make his decision until the match actually happened. But hey, they promised he was going to make his decision on Friday, and he did. So there you go. They've split. We'll tell you about that later on. 
And we also had the Collision Show, the debut of Collision. And that, of course, is going to lead to Dynamite here, Collision this coming Saturday. I'm sure they'll have a match or two for Rampage as well. And then we will have the Forbidden Door Show coming up on Sunday. Now, the Dynamite Show tomorrow is also in Chicago. It is at the Wintrust Arena. The current setup is for 6,340 fans. They have 265 tickets left. According to WrestleTix, 6,075 sold at this point. Obviously, they could open up more sections if they wanted to. And then for Collision on Friday, the final number, according to WrestleTix, 9,280, which is right around exactly what people were predicting that would finish at for the return of CM Punk. And uh, the show, I thought, was a very good show, but it was missing some stuff. And uh, we can go over the gist of the deal here. But long story short, the show was all built around CM Punk. CM Punk came out at the beginning of the show, and he cut a long promo, which was interesting for a lot of reasons. And then uh, afterwards, he came out for a 30-minute main event, which was an excellent main event. And then the show went off the air. And my biggest complaint if you want to call it a complaint, is that the show felt like an edition of Saturday Night's main event, where it was a bunch of things happened. Uh, Some of it was great. Some of it was just kind of there. And at the end of the day, it felt like a very special one-off show, but did not feel like this is the beginning of a Saturday Night series. Because when the show was over, they announced nothing for this week's collision. Not one match was announced for Collision. They announced matches for Dynamite. And uh, obviously we'll get matches for Forbidden Door. But there was no match, not one single match, announced for next week's Collision. And I felt that they should have shot a big angle on the show. They should have had somebody come out and challenge CM Punk. You know, there have been a lot of people that said, oh, you know, his next feud is with this person, this person. We don't know who his next feud is with. It was not mentioned at all. Yeah, he was in the ring with Samoa Joe, but he was in the ring with other guys as well. Yeah, he cut promos on certain people, including MJF, but it's not going to be MJF next because MJF and Tanahashi is on Sunday, and MJF and Adam Adam Cole is going to be after that. So the show went off the air, and we have no idea who CM Punk is feuding with, and we have nothing announced for this coming Saturday. So I felt they could have done a better job with that. But overall, in terms of, you know, getting people talking and that sort of deal, I thought that it was a it was a very good show. So uh, even though Mike is still frozen, Mike. Yes. What did you think of the collision debut? (laughs) I thought it was a very good debut. And yes, I do think there definitely needs to be some sort of string that connects all three shows, collision, rampage and uh, dynamite together they got to make sure they have a string going throughout all of them especially when it comes to the friday night show because that's the one that in the immediate future needs all of the help that it can get here but i thought when it came to the matches you know when it came to buddy and andrade i thought that was great i don't know about beating wardlow but i'm sure they wanted to have the first match have a lot of 
historical impact, and you have that because the very first match you had, you had a championship change. But I thought Willow Nightingale and Sky Blue, we talked about it last week. What are we going to do with Sky Blue? Are they going to go ahead and continue to follow up? And I thought they did a very good job of that with she and Willow Nightingale and then Sky ultimately getting the victory. And then as you move on, the main event, I thought, needed what it needed to be as well, too. So I thought it was a very well-paced show. I thought, again, you got Scorpio Sky out of the way with a little bit of a video package there. So good first start, that's for sure. Well, it opened up with the CM Punk promo, and what appears to be happening is that he's likely going to... I'm not saying this is going to be immediate, but it's obviously going to happen down the road. He's going to do the Bret Hart deal where he's a babyface in Chicago and he is a heel everywhere else. And I don't think that they're immediately going heel with him, unless the fans like just totally boom out of building from, from this Saturday forward. But I think that at some point he is going to be turning, and he targeted various people. He made a comment about how David Zaslov called him one Bill Phil because he's the one genuine article in a business full of counterfeit bucks. He had a red bag, which was... Interesting because he didn't say the AEW title was in the bag, but he said what was in this bag, I held over my head when you last saw me. And uh, essentially, you know, he's doing the I'm the real champion and MJF is not. Uh, at some point, building up to a, uh, you know, champion versus uncrowned champion match or however you want to term it. And then uh, he said, you know, I, I've got my boots around my neck. Some people want me to leave them in the ring. But until somebody in this company can fill these boots, they belong on my feet. And his uh, new catchphrase is, tell me when I'm telling lies, which is going to be a fantastic catchphrase when he turns heel. So uh, anyway, that was the punk promo. And then we had a title change with Luchasaurus beating Wardlow for the TNT title when uh, Christian assisted um, Luchasaurus in winning, and then took the belt and prayed around with the belt as if he had won. We had Andrade versus Buddy Matthews, which was a great match, which uh, Andrade won with Charlotte Flair's figure eight submission at the end after Buddy had attempted to submit him with Rhea Ripley's finish. So uh, they just pounded on each other. I thought this match was great. Then we had Miro returning to squash Tony Nese. We had uh, Sky Blue and Willow beating Tony Storm and Ruby Soho to give Sky Blue a win in her hometown, which everybody loved. And then, as noted, the main event was Samoa Joe and Juice Robinson versus Jay White Punk. I'm sorry, Samoa Joe, Juice, and Jay against Punk and FTR. And, uh, you know, they went like 25 minutes, I think is, is how long they went. And most of it was... FTR versus Bullet Club, although Punk did tag in at the end, made the big hot tag. They had a great spot where Joe had Punk in the choke, and FTR was being held back, and Punk sold it like there's no way out, he's got to tap, but finally FTR broke free and and uh, broke it up. And then FTR hit the Shatter Machine on Juice, Punk hit the GTS, got the pin, Babyfaces celebrated at the end of the show, and uh, yeah, as a self-contained debut show, thought it was very, very good, but... You know, when it was over, it felt like a Saturday night special as opposed to this is the new every Saturday night uh, AEW show. So hopefully they, uh, I mean, we need to start getting, it's hard because 
got all these you got all these shows. They've got to plug Forbidden Door. They've got to plug Dynamite. Dynamite plugs Rampage. Dynamite plugs Collision. But you you can't presume that every AEW fan is just watching all of these shows. Collision, I mean, you are going to have certain people that only work Collision. And you should be saying, hey, next week, this match is on the show. We shot this angle. This is the next match. Dynamite, same deal. I mean, Dynamite, Dynamite last week. Dynamite plugged matches for Collision. Dynamite plugged matches for Rampage. But Dynamite also plugged matches for Dynamite. And so it should be like that for all of the shows. And that was the one thing I think they could have done better. But overall, like as a, as a debut, I thought it was uh, very good. And we'll find out tomorrow how the debut show did. I think my uh, prediction was 849,000, if I recall correctly. And we had the big over-under on the board. Like, you know, is it going to be over-under? A lot of people thought under. Some thought over. I think right on. Know what I'm saying, Mike? I, I know what you're saying, boss. We're going to find out me? tomorrow. Eight, I see you now. Now you're alive. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. 
The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Hey, don't forget, tonight is the night. 21 years ago this week in NWA TNA, myself, Vinny, Craig, Sean, We'll be reviewing beginning this week. This will not be like Collision where you won't know what's coming next week. We will be beginning our journey through NWA TNA, starting with the first ever weekly pay-per-view in the Asylum. Ryan Rose says that was a very bad show. Von Braun Civic Center. Man, I can't wait to suffer through this for your enjoyment my friends but that begins and it's Vinny's fault he'll never live it down it's all his fault i can't even remember what i got mad at him about now i'm mad at myself but anyway that's going to be starting tonight so don't miss it everybody now dynamite is wednesday and i cannot answer everybody's questions but i can tell you what i know about dynamite this coming wednesday so okada and Danielson are going to be doing something. According to the front page of WrestlingObserver.com, AW has announced Danielson will call out Okada on Dynamite on Wednesday. The episode is taking place in Chicago and is the final Dynamite before Forbidden Door. The lineup, this is the updated lineup for Dynamite. And this is important. We have Danielson calling out Okada. Chris Statlander versus Taya for the TBS title. Jeff Jarrett and Mark Briscoe in a concession stand brawl. Jericho, Sammy, and Minoru Suzuki versus Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and A.R. Fox. Whatever in the hell a blind eliminator tournament for the AW tag title shot is, we still do not know. The Hardys versus the Guns to determine the best brother tag team in AW. Orange Cassidy and Katsuyori Shibata versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Daniel Garcia. And we will hear from Adam Cole after his time limit draw on Wednesday. Now, there is a lot missing from this preview. And everybody has asked, and there have been a lot of rumors on the Internet. And if you have not heard the rumors on the Internet, the rumors on the Internet are that the Elite are not going to be on this show, and CM Punk will be on this show. Now, I can make it clear that these are the rumors on the Internet. Now, what do I know about this? Well, what I do know is that 
I do not believe that the elite are going to be on the show Wednesday. And I believe Dave even reported on the front page that uh, Kenny Omega is not going to be on the show. And I do not believe that the Young Bucks are going to be on the show either. So if they are all not going to be on the show, then you certainly could have CM Punk show up on Wednesday. Now, they have not announced that CM Punk is going to be there Wednesday. And unlike his original debut, they have not hinted that he is going to be on the show Wednesday. From talking to people within AEW, nobody has heard that he is going to be there Wednesday. Now, am I reporting that he is not going to be there Wednesday? No, I am not. And in fact, quite frankly, the idea that you would run a show in Chicago and not have CM Punk there, to me, seems very hard to believe. But they did not announce on Friday or on, on Collision that he was going to be there. They've had no hints that he's going to be there. They have no announcement that he's going to be there. You know, I I can't answer the question. If you If you put a gun to my head, which I'd prefer you didn't, you know, I'd say, I, 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 actually, I'm going to say, I don't know, because I don't want people blaming me for anything. All I'll say is right now, we wouldn't want you to eat carjack. It doesn't appear that he's going to be there, but I guess we'll find out. So there's certainly no indication whatsoever internally or, or advertising wise or hint wise that he is going to be there. And they've already got eight segments. So, I mean, I presume that there's going to be some sort of you know, pre-tape with the Elite to set up whatever they're doing at Forbidden Door. I can't imagine that the Elite are not working at Forbidden Door. I can't imagine the Blackpool Combat Club aren't working Forbidden Door. So I guess we'll uh, we'll find out. we got another day to uh, announce it if it's going to happen. It's hard for me to believe that he won't be on there with it being from Chicago. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you need to put together something with the Bucks, but as of now, they're not on Oh, the Bucks. Show. Yeah, Kenny is working. Sorry. Yes. You know, so it's like with Kenny, you know, Will Osprey can be there standing, uh, probably not standing next to Takeshita and, and Callis cutting a promo on Omega not being there. You could do something there. I mean, if you are now going to include the Bucks, you could, I guess, do that as part of a video package as well, too. But I don't think it's the worst thing in the world, considering we're only days away, that if you announce their match on you know, in just in a segment, that it's something that's that that's unusual for AEW or anything like that. I can see that happening, but with with it being in Chicago and you wanting that reaction and still wanting to be able to push Collision, which is a brand new show, I think he probably should be on there. Again, you have a lot of other things, and I'm sure we're going to get some surprises here too. It's hard for me to believe that. Obviously, you got Minoru Suzuki that was going to be tied in with that six man, but Okada right now is as of, as it stands right now is the only person from New Japan, you know, who's getting called out. Not even saying he's going to be on the show, but I have a feeling he will be, and there's going to be others as well. So they did just recently add, "We will hear from Adam Cole," and so I think what will be a very interesting thing to follow over the next several weeks is what's going on. I presume that Adam Cole is going to appear and, you know, talk about the time limit draw and the fact that he wanted five more minutes and MJF refused to give it to him and how he was not beaten. Neither of them were beaten. MJF was not beaten in the title eliminator, but Adam Cole was not beaten either. So I would presume that that is what Adam Cole is going to talk about. And then it's going to be interesting to see 
if Punk continues to talk about MJF or if they drop that. Because I don't think that the best thing for business is to be simultaneously hyping up both of these matches as whatever is coming next. Because you don't want fans to choose one or the other and, you know, boo somebody or want to see something or chant this or that. So I think it'll be uh, interesting to see the follow-up they do with Adam Cole. Because clearly, I mean, when they did that show last week, the idea was not that this Adam Cole thing is over. If it were over, he'd have been beaten, you know. And so the fact that he wasn't beaten, that they did a time limit draw, I mean, that thing is clearly continuing. And my presumption is that since it's not taking place at Forbidden Door, that it's either going to be the uh, match for uh, Wembley or the match for uh, Chicago. The I, I, Is it Chicago? Are we sure that all out is Chicago? I think it is, right? We know Wembley is all in, but my presumption is is Chicago is all out. I think that's confirmed, right? Nobody know. I'm not 100 percent sure. No, with that, but I tell you what: if you can, then you get MJF working both shows, and then you can, if you wanted to, you can go in that direction and make it almost a three way thing. If you, if you, again, if you wanted to do that, because you could have MJF on that huge show in Wembley, which you know he's going to be on, defending against Adam Cole. Meanwhile, he's also got a match already set up against, you know, where the winner of that has a match set up in Chicago against CM Punk, who was the champion and had to give it up. And that's not something that they should run from. I'm not. They should not beat people over the head with it, especially if there's no plan to do anything with it, but... You know, it was brought up in the ESPN article. It's brought up everywhere. When he left and tore the triceps off, he was the champion. And there are people that are going to remember that. And it is a storyline that people are kind of waiting for down the line. So it's something that should be on simmer in the background, but, you know, should not be on boil if they don't from anybody's side, if that's not the direction that they're going. All right. We've got uh, the WWE pay-per-view schedule coming up. We have got July 1st, Money in the Bank, O2 Arena in London. We have August 5th, SummerSlam, Ford Field in Detroit. We have uh, September 2nd. Uh, How about that? We have got Payback at the PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we have October 7th, Fastlane at the Gainbridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana. So, yes, WWE and AEW will be going head-to-head on uh, the September 2nd weekend. Payback and all out. You know, uh, someone better alert Sean. Because last time I heard from him, he said this one could be happening. It was a one-time only thing. Kind of like all those indie guys showing up at uh, Booker T's gimmick, or the NXT guys. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> and I'm looking, too. It looks like it may I'm, I'm trying to find out about all out and if it's going to be in at the now center or where wherever it's going to be the united center in chicago i don't think they've announced where it's going to be yet i think everyone just presumes it's going to be there because tony likes to do things you know tradition well, have, they, have they even announced it's taking place i mean do we know yes. do we know for sure I, I, i'm pretty in- sure um i think it was uh um mega actually there was like an interview, and or somebody somebody did an interview and and confirmed they were doing both shows. We just don't know all the details. We have no idea. Uh, broadcast for all in, although, dude, I'd bet anything 
There's no chance they're doing Wembley and not broadcasting it somewhere. No, of course I mean, they are. It's just ridiculous. a matter of if it's a, a Max thing or or what it is, or if it's just on Bleacher Report like it usually is. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's hard for me to believe that, but I got to be honest with the way those dates are set up. If you wanted, again, it's if you wanted to do two title defenses, this may be the way to do it between those three. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Yes, Mike? 
You know, I don't want to hold up the raw report because I know the people in the It'll take five minutes. Dying to hear it, but yeah, not a whole lot happened there. So I'll throw this at you. You know, if if it is going to be Sunday the 3rd, after they're in Wembley on the 27th and you're running those two shows back-to-back like that, it's hard for me to believe that you would not have two title matches, that MJF would not be defending that title, and I don't know if it's optimal or not, but considering that you're only going to have three shows, and yes, you are promoting, you know, you're promoting multiple things at a time all the time. They're doing that or trying to do it with three TV shows, but you only have three TV shows between those two dates, and if you're going to have two title matches... You know, CM Punk, inserting him into this mix a little bit, either because he defeats Adam Cole immediately. Again, there are ways I think you can play this with those three guys where you can kind of put it all together if, if you so chose and if you wanted to. And I don't think that's the worst idea in the world. I does, you know, some people will say, well, that takes away from Adam Cole and MJF. We just got started with it. And it doesn't mean that you have to take anything away to have Punk a little bit on the outside, building himself up on a different TV show, trying to get a world championship shot. Again, I have no idea what they're going to do. They may not even know exactly what they're going to do yet, but... Uh, to me, there are worse things than to actually have some sort of three-way for that title with guys all making claims at it and all kind of having excuses as to either why they won or didn't. I want to mention that uh, SmackDown's main event segment was awesome. And uh, Raw's main event segment was great. But the thing with the two shows, I don't know if it was just this week, but golly. It was not nearly as stupid as 2019, but these felt like 2019 shows. It was just two-minute match, two-minute match, two-minute match, two-minute match. And they've been doing, like, long matches on TV of late. Ever since Hunter took over, it's, like, a lot more long matches. I don't know what the hell happened here the last two days, but, I mean, just nothing happening. SmackDown was just one two-minute segment after another. Well, the whole thing with SmackDown, one of the big problems is... You know, they're don't take it for granted that everybody is just waiting to see what happens with Jay, Jimmy, Roman, and, you know, any combination of those guys. Like, you cannot just take, okay, we're going to get 2 million people because they love this storyline and you just keep feeding them garbage. I mean, at some point, they're going to regurgitate that. Well, the main event angle on SmackDown was Roman and Solo and Heyman coming out, and then Jay had to come out to make his decision. And long story short, Roman tried to convince him that, you know, you're going to be the tribal chief someday. And I know you don't like Paul Heyman, but he's my wise man. When you're the tribal chief, you can pick your own wise man. And he did, he threw out the big line, which is, do you know who the only person was that was upset when I made you the right-hand man? It was your brother, Jimmy. He was the only one upset about it. And so Jimmy came out, and Jay wanted to know if it was true. And Jimmy said, yeah, it is true. And at that point, Jay cut, bro, this guy cut the best promo. He cut a fabulous promo on his brother. And finally, at the end, he concluded that, you know, all of this was because of Roman. So, Jimmy, you're out. 
but I'm out too. And he super kicked Roman Reigns, and this place came unglued. And then, you know, as I mentioned on the Dave show, this Roman Reigns, whatever you want to say about this guy, it was his turn to sell for Jimmy and Jay. <laughs> and, bro, they hit this guy with a double super kick. And you've never seen a better bump for a double super kick. I mean, I don't know how this guy didn't go through the canvas. He took the hardest, fastest, like it was like he'd been shot by a like a war, nuclear Cannon warhead. <laughs> I mean, God, this guy bumped for these guys. And the place went crazy, and they announced over the weekend that Money in the Bank is Jimmy and Jay versus Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. That's the match. And uh, I thought this this segment was just like every time they do a big one, like a big twist, it's a home run. And this one was a home run. It was great. And then your world famous Raw report, which ain't going to take me a lot of time at all (laughs) because it was a 2019 show. Seth comes down to the ring. Tell me if this sounds familiar. He's issued an open challenge to anybody. Finn Balor comes out. Now, in real life, Finn Balor should accept the open challenge. He's the first guy out there. Do your open challenge. Whether you win or lose, you got another match at the pay-per-view. Who cares? No, instead, he beats up Seth Rollins, so Seth cannot do his open challenge. He destroys him for, like, five straight minutes. They go to commercial. They come back. He destroys him even more, and, uh, and we don't get the open challenge. We do not get the advertised open challenge. And they do the whole show, talking about how the guy is injured, And then at the very end of the show, we have an interview with Seth, and he's like, yeah, you know, goddamn that hurt, but I'm going to be there tomorrow. I don't care what these doctors say. I'm going to be there. I'm going to defend my title against Braun Breaker. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Actually, he didn't do his laugh. I actually thought he did a good promo because there was none of the character. It was just a serious promo, but it was ridiculous. But, yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. And then Miz came out screaming about all of his problems now he wanted to accept the open challenge and give the people of cleveland a winner and uh out comes champa and he attacks miz they do a two minute match and champa hits him with a fairy tale ending and pins him this led to finn and the judgment day coming out to do a promo they're all going to win their matches at money in the bank and then dom's just getting totally booed out of the building now it's even better before it was like He'd start to talk and they'd boo. Now he just starts to bring the mic up and they start booing then. And so he challenges Cody to find two partners to face him tonight. We had a show-long storyline, which is my my current second favorite storyline behind the uh, bloodline. Kevin is a, is a hothead. Sammy goes, you know... The interviewer wants to know about the bloodline breaking up, and Kevin's like, I don't want to talk about it! I'm sick of talking about these guys! And Sammy's like, bro, it's a fair question. And you know what? I think we got to talk about this. It's just the two of us and Byron. No one else is around. Well, I think you're a rageaholic. And Kevin goes, oh, what? And so Sammy essentially says, dude, you got an anger problem. Kevin denies it. And Sammy says, okay. If you can go the whole show without blowing your stack... I will never bring it up again. But if you blow your stack on this show, we need to agree that you've got some sort of problem. Kevin says, all right, I got no problem. Now, like a Raw in 2019, we'd had no resolution. I mean, he kind of blew up, but he didn't. And then it was like we went off the air with no nothing. 
So I guess we'll find out next week if Sammy's determined that he had a blow-up or not. We had... Now, this was great. I don't know if this was Borash, but this was like the kind of creative thing that he would come up with. We had a series of Instagram videos. You know, someone swiping through their Instagram feed to the videos. And it's all Chelsea being a Karen. And, uh, and they were great. But then, of course, it led to Caden and Katana versus Sonya and Chelsea. And uh, it went two minutes. And the baby faces beat the Karen and Sonya. Cody came out for a promo in the aisle. He was asked, what about that six-man later? He goes, I can find a couple of guys. Then they played his music. That was the whole segment. <laughs> also two minutes. It's like a rib at this point on me. Indu Sher versus Shelton and Cedric. Two minutes. Sammy and Kevin are backstage. Kevin's fixing to blow because, you know, first some guy spills water on him. He eats water on him. And then they run into riddles just being a gimmick. But Kevin controls himself. Then we had, this was a classic 2019 segment. Logan Paul's in the ring sitting on a ladder. He is from Cleveland, which is where the show is at. He begins his promo talking about how great Cleveland is. Then he switches to saying, you know, it's, it's, my life's been great ever since I left. I got out of here. I went and became famous. I don't have to sit through these cold-ass winners you, you people have to suffer through. Total heel promo. And then he goes, but a lot of Clevelanders have failed of late, but that changes tonight. I will be going to Money in the Bank. I will win that briefcase. I will cash in. I will win this championship for Cleveland, and I'm going to come back here and throw back some shots, and we're going to go crazy. Are you a baby face? Are you a heel? Or are you, as Kevin said later, I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. What are you, bro? And then everybody in the Money in the Bank came out, and they all bowed to win, and then it was a brawl, and then he climbed up and he sat with the briefcase. Matt Riddle, Ludwig Kaiser. Thank God we finally got a match that went more than two minutes, and it was good. And they had some counters at the end of this match that were flat-out awesome that I've never seen before. Like, Riddle tried to do something off the middle rope. I think it was like, I don't know what it was, but he got caught in midair, and Kaiser caught him while spinning and then did a rolling fireman's carry. I never saw that before. Corey didn't even know what it was. And then we had another awesome one where Kaiser goes for the elbow off the ropes and he gets Germaned out of midair on that one. And then Bro Derek, one, two, three. And then uh, the heels destroyed his leg to get revenge for uh, him breaking the leg of Baldy, as they call Giovanni him. Vinci. Very oh, Which, by the way, is he legitimately injured? I guess is he? I have been told he's not. But hmm. that doesn't mean he isn't, because they're very secretive with that sort of thing. But the belief backstage is that he's actually, it's just an angle. We had uh, Kevin and Sammy getting a text. They blew off Imperium. We got footage of the Alpha Academy trying to teach Maxine how to do a suplex. This led to Viking Raiders versus Alpha Academy. Last week, they did this match, and Valhalla tried to interfere. Maxine hit her with a move, and that led to Alpha Academy winning. It felt like, my God, they're going to do something with these guys. They do the same thing this week. Valhalla goes to do something. Maxine pulls her off the apron, hits her with the big suplex. Everybody pops. But this time, Chad is distracted, hit with a knee and pinned. Your classic 2019 50-50 booking. I was like, God, I'm, I'm hating this show. Rhea was supposed to wrestle Natty. They did the exact same angle they did in the opener. Yeah, what was this? Where Rhea beat her up and we had no match. 
twice on the same show. This show is a classic example of when I say that things are better now. People go, nope, they're exactly the same. No, they're not! Because this was clearly, clearly the way it used to be and not the way it's been for the past 10 months or whatever. Cody met with Tazawa. Tazawa wants to be his partner. He says he'll think about it, but then Kevin and Sammy show up, and they're going to be the partners. Trish and Raquel, this is a qualifier for Money in the Bank. Becky runs in. She goes after Zoe. Trish goes after her, but Becky attacks Trish. She's DQ'd. Trish qualifies for Money in the Bank via DQ. The show has not been exactly the same. The show has been way better. And this is what it used to be. Braun Breaker doing a promo, talking about uh, the match at uh, NXT. Bronson Reed, Shinsuke Nakamura. Bronson won. Ricochet was at ringside. They're doing the three-way thing. Ricochet got involved. Uh, distraction led to Nakamura getting German and then tsunami for the pin. It's a good match, nine minutes. And then after the Seth promo, we had Finn, Dom, and Priest versus Cody, Sammy, and Kevin. Excellent main event. They got time. Everybody looked good. Everybody was uh, hitting all their big spots. And then at the end, everybody hit a finish on Dom. He bailed outside. Cody hit the crossroads on Priest, pinned him. Finn is not happy with Damian Priest. Damian Priest is doing a lot of jobs. And this is all leading to Damian Priest splitting and going babyface down the road. So last hour saved the show. First two hours, just, it sucked. It sucked. Back in a moment, Observer Live. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. 
That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Everyone's asking about raw ratings. Listen, it's Nielsen, bro. Like, you know, I don't know when everything's going to come in. It's holiday. When it comes in, I'll post it. If it's good, I'll post it at a normal time. If it's bad, I'll post it at midnight. That's a new that's a new conspiracy. No, there's no evidence of that whatsoever. But tonight what I can tell you is it is the debut of twenty one years ago this week in NWA TNA on the Brian and Vinny and Granny and Craig and Sean Show. So uh we've also got a granny contest on her Facebook, which is uh You can win her. Call uh I think it's like Tell us you're a wrestling fan without telling us you're a wrestling fan in one sentence. I thought people might be able to come up with some creative stuff. So uh, that's tonight. And, uh, yeah, we'll be uh, reviewing the first episode of NWA TNA, the first weekly pay-per-view from the Asylum, which I've been told sucked, but I'll be the determiner of that You get tonight. to see uh, NASCAR superstar Sterling Marlin walk out there oh, with wow. Brian Christopher. Good old there. Sterling Martin. Oh, uh, yes. His name? <laughs> The Von Braun Civic Center, Huntsville, Alabama. They would not be at the fairgrounds uh, quite yet, oh. but they would be there soon. Oh, man. Well, that's tonight. You can listen to it at WrestlingObserver.com when we're done or watch it live, video.f4wonline.com at 9 Pacific, midnight Eastern. Oh. And it's going to be fun, everybody. Ed so. Ferrara on commentary. Ed Ferrara on commentary, man. Well, NXT's tonight as well, so at least I'll be able to do something fun after that show. And uh, that's it. Thanks, Mike. As always, callers and listeners, every the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live!